The following is a message from Westminster Seminary, California. For more information about this message or Westminster Seminary, visit us online at westcal.edu or call us at 760-480-8474. That's online at wscal.edu or call us at 760-480-8474. If you would turn in your Bibles to the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. Very familiar text of Scripture to us. Jesus is in the boat with his disciples. It's good to see each and every one of you. I don't know where you live, but it's been quite an interesting week for probably a number of us. Where were you last Monday evening? Uh, What were you doing? Uh, Last Monday evening, we had to evacuate from Fallbrook, and we went to uh, one of our deacon's homes in our church in Carlsbad, and that evening we sat with he and his family, and uh, we talked about the promises of God, and I said to my family and his, uh, we don't know what we're going to go home to. We may not go home. There may not be a home there, and what do you stand upon Uh, What do you hold to during times like this? And, you know, I've been in California for over 52 years, and we've seen the wildfires on the news and smelled the smoke, and that's about the extent of it. But this time, it was right in our backyard. What do you take with you, and uh, how does this impact your faith? We shared a number of promises, went around, and then we committed our hearts to the Lord. And that night I just said, Lord, looking at the news, it looked very, very bleak. But he gives a peace that, as you well know, is beyond our human understanding. We look at this text of Scripture this morning. John the Baptist introduces the Lord. Mark writes about the Son of God, the Messiah. Jesus is baptized. He goes through that time of temptation. Public teaching and healing ministry. Crowds begin to follow Jesus wherever he goes. He's beginning to receive opposition from the religious leaders. His disciples are called. Jesus teaches on the nature of the kingdom. And he uses parables. A very long, exhausting day, and we come to our text. And on that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go over to the other side. Evening had come, he gets into the boat, the disciples with him. And leaving the multitude, they took him along with them, just as he was in the boat, and other boats were with him. It is the Lord Jesus himself who leads us into the storms of life. Each and every one. The disciples by faith responded to the command of their Lord and they got in the boat. We by faith walk with him, believing in his commands and his promises. Especially during uh, this last week, uh, you really take hold of them and they are exceedingly sweet. We look to his character, his wisdom, his ability, and we say, Lord, you know what is best, even though you may not feel that for the present time. What am I going to do if we go home and there's no home there? Lord, give me grace to lead my family and to carry on uh, with our congregation uh, and to try to focus in the months ahead. 
God is a spirit. He is infinite, eternal, unchangeable in his being, wisdom, power, holiness, justice, goodness, and truth. He is the one in whom we believe. They got into the boat. They thought nothing of it, just as I thought nothing of waking up last Monday morning and I had plans. I had to do some things in the garage and I wanted to get ahead on my studies that week and we had all kinds of plans for that day. And I walked outside and I looked east and I see smoke rising up over the hills. I think it's far enough away from us. We're okay. (laughs) But an hour later, we realized because our neighbor had been on a hilltop looking at the fire, and he called us and said, uh, we're not okay, the trailer park about a mile and a half away is on fire. And about 80 units, something like that, were lost. You should drive through that area, it's amazing. It looks like a war zone. We got into the boat with Jesus, and every single morning, you and I do the very same thing. I hope we commit our hearts to him, our lives, our work, our ministries, our families. And notice in verses 37 and 8 that storms are designed to show us our inability and our weakness. They actually come as a blessing. And there arose a fierce gale of wind and the waves were breaking over the boat so much that the boat was already filling up. And he himself was in the stern asleep on the cushion. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Now, you have to consider the circumstances. The Sea of Galilee is not a large body of water. On the east side, there are hills. I guess they could call them mountains. It's not a real mountainous area like California. But unexpectedly, at any time, winds come off of those eastern mountains, and they hit the sea, and they can change this calm, glassy, beautiful sea into a place of death. In fact, it's Matthew and Luke who describe the situation as a hurricane wind. And so you have calm and then you have immediate chaos. But that's okay. These are seasoned fishermen, at least most of them. And uh, they get, they're in the boat with Jesus and they know what to do. We've seen this before. We're okay. Uh, Human ability, that's what we tend to look to. What do you take from your house when you think it's going to burn down? What do you, what do you lean on? What's most important? My wife, uh, <laughs> bless her heart, has taken about 14 million pictures of our kids from the very first moment up to today. And so I was hauling out armloads of albums, jamming them in cars, carried all these albums with us, important documents, and I went to my library. What am I going to take out of my library? Books are so heavy. They take so much space. Lord, you will provide. You provided thus far. You will provide. But you know what? They looked at their resources and how many buckets do we have and we better start rowing like we've never rowed before. And they did everything they could and they realized we're going down. It's beyond our strength. And it's amazing to me that how often The Lord brings us into storms of life. Many of you are preparing for the gospel ministry. You will enter into uh, a lifetime of many storms. 
And oftentimes, we, we need to enter into the boat with Jesus and see how difficult life is where we can come to uh, the end of ourselves and realize this isn't of me at all. If God blesses my preaching, if God blesses this ministry, if God grows this church, it's His work. If He wants to sink His disciples to the bottom of the Sea of Galilee or burn up my house, whatever it might be, Lord, I am helpless. And the disciples cry out to the Lord. Lord. They look at Him and they cannot believe it. He's asleep. He's human. He had a full day. He's fully man. And he has come and he understands our needs and he understands our prayers. And he understands our brothers and sisters who lost their homes. You know, in a place of grief and numbness and uh, not knowing what the best step is to do as they talk to insurance companies and so on and so forth. And he cares about that. And he puts that within you and me to care about the hurts and the needs of others. That's why he brings us through the storms of life. Don't you care, Lord? 39 and 40, our sovereign Lord admonishes us for our lack of faith. Being aroused, he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Hush, be still. And the wind died down and it became perfectly calm. Three words. Our Lord created all things by the word of his power. Three words. He speaks to his creation. He says as if he was speaking to uh, a dog. Be quiet. Sit. Stay. It's the same word that he used to rebuke the demon. In the demon possessed man in chapter 1. Hush. And what happened? Instant calm. A sea of glass. Uh, can you imagine that? Can you imagine what the disciples, uh, they look around, they're soaking wet, the boat's half filled with water, but they look at the sea of glass, and then they look at each other, and they look at him. Who is this man? Notice his questions, though. He understands that we are but flesh, that we are but dust, but he admonishes them gently through his questions. Why are you so timid? How is it that you have no faith? You know, I'll be very honest with you. In our congregation, our house was probably the closest to the fire. And I thought, how am I going to react to this? How am I going to respond? I, I don't know to this day how I would have responded. I hope it was, would be with strong, valiant faith and lead on and let's go, everybody, and we're fine, no big deal. <laughs> I was concerned about that. Oh, ye of little faith, timid, timid, timid. And I think we need to take that admonishment, brothers and sisters, Because how often in just the the daily course of living are we up and down, upset about the the smallest things, the most insignificant things? And he admonishes us, oh, my child, don't you really believe in me? Don't you know who I am? Can't you 
stop and look at the promises of the word of God? Can't you go to the cross, the empty tomb, the good news of the gospel, the hope of eternal life? Oh, ye of little faith. And finally, we should bow before him in holy reverence and awe, trusting in his every word. Verse 41, and they became very much afraid (laughs) and said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? You know, they were very much afraid, but not this afraid, of the wind and the waves. Uh, You know, they were afraid of, of, of... that watery grave are all around them, but then they looked at him and they were really afraid, says Mark. (laughs) Who is this? And, you know, they were in that process of getting to know him. And and didn't they have enough evidence already? We we look at the Bible and we rebuke them. We go, "What, what is wrong with you? But brothers and sisters, if we were honest, if we are honest with ourselves, uh, what would we have said? How would we have handled that situation? Oh, that we might enter into that place, though, again and again. Not of panic in the face of the Lord, but holy reverence and awe. To live before the face of God and know in whom we have believed. We have committed it to him. And regardless of what takes place in this life, we have the gospel. He is the living God. He is very God and very man. And in the course of your life, and the course of mine, we are going to ask that question, who is this? And he will answer that question. He has answered that question from Genesis to Revelation. Again and again. And praise God, we're called to proclaim that. During times of fire and danger and difficulty, and during times of uh, all kinds of blessing all around us. Who is this man? He is God. He is man. Oh, that God might call us even today to, to contemplate the recent events And to fear him and to love him and to trust him and to walk in obedience to his word. He is with you and he is with me. And yes, he is in control. As you drive around this county and see the places, it's most amazing to me that uh, we did a little driving on Sunday after church. And there's places where the fire went through a canyon and this house is down. This house is surrounded all around and it's standing. And, And why is that? Because you see, the wind and the waves obey him. The wind, the desert winds obey his word. And he is the one who is in control of every detail of your life. Don't forget it. He will be challenged. And he is faithful. He's in the boat with us. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your abundant goodness to us. Yes, even for the trials of life, whether small or great. You said you will never leave us. You will never forsake us. You are with us until the end of the age. 
This world is under your sovereign hand, your control. May we walk in, in awe of you, trusting in you, not being timid. But Father, please give us a holy boldness to first of all proclaim the word of God to our own souls and then to those that you put under our charge. Bless my brothers and my sisters here as they labor in the word and those who teach them. Father, thank you. Thank you for keeping them safe. We praise you for your abundant goodness to us, your children. In Jesus' name, amen. Copyright 2007 Westminster Seminary, California. All rights reserved. You are permitted to reproduce and distribute this material in any format provided that you do not alter the wording in any way and you do not charge a fee beyond the cost of reproduction. For web posting, a link to this document on our website is preferred.